You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. Tonight we'll read from 2 Peter 3. 2 Peter 2 is kind of a long uh, and honestly uh, dismal uh, study, I thought, and not just because I was teaching it, but uh, dismal because of the topic. It was just a, a dismal and dreadful topic uh, that Peter went through at great length because of the false teachers that were among the brethren. In chapter 3, uh, Peter changes tone a little, even though he's still dealing with issues and problems. And in chapter 3, in verse 3, he's going to deal with a, the problem of people not believing in uh, the return of the Lord, the second coming and the judgment that goes with that. That doesn't seem to be the topic and subject of the false teachers. And though he deals with that error, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, with a little bit brighter, even, even though he's dealing with error, it's just a brighter tone with the absolute dismal situation and consequence of those exploitative and horrible false teachers of chapter 2. But in between those two things, ending with the false teachers and beginning, in verse 3 of chapter 3, was an erroneous belief about the second coming. Uh, Peter says these uh, encouraging words, and after having been in chapter 2 for a week, it's nice to hear an encouraging word. And so chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, this is now, beloved, the second letter I'm writing to you, in which I'm stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you should remember the words spoken beforehand by the holy prophets and the commandment of our Lord and Savior spoken to you. From that, he'll talk about the promise of the Lord and saying that he will come again. But we'll note the whole point of both letters, uh, 1 Peter and 2 Peter, are words of uh, reminder. Uh, he said this, uh, uh, back in uh, chapter uh, 1 of 1 Peter, he said that the prophets who prophesied the grace that would come made careful search and inquiry. And so he takes us back to the words of the prophets. And he says, they were revealed, they were not serving themselves, but you in the things they announced. Uh, Peter says about the prophets that uh, they, they spoke the words beforehand, they were serving you. He now says, I am reminding you of those words. And Peter, of course, also had some other words given to him directly by inspiration, which he's also giving. But he says, those things are reminders as well. And so we're going back to what God says. And even the New Testament, the, the 27 books of the New Testament, so much of it is predicated on, it's built on, it's referenced from, it's explanations of the Old Testament. And so uh, the, the, the record of divine revelation is long. The New Testament is the capstone, but like, like the capstone on top of the Washington Monument, and interestingly enough, just one fact I happen to know, it's a thousand ounce piece of aluminum. They wanted a piece of, they wanted something that would not wear, uh, uh, like rock and stone. At the time they made it, it was a marvel of technology to make a thousand ounce piece of aluminum because it took so much electricity. 
But the Washington Monument, the capstone, if that little piece were not at the top, wouldn't the whole thing look off? But how is it that that little thousand-ounce piece of aluminum is held that many feet in the air? It's held up by the giant pillar of what was laid before. And so the things that we have today in the gospel, which Peter said, I'm reminding you because you already knew, and I'm glad to be reminding, but the things of the gospel, the things which for us are just matter of course, of course it's that way. It's always been that way, hasn't it? Well, no, it wasn't always that way. It's on this massive, massive pillar of truth that went before. So Peter said, I'm going to remind you of those things. Just as those men laid those foundations and they built up this structure, we are now putting it at the top and we're at the pinnacle because that's the place where we have been blessed to be. And Peter said, I'm, going to, I'm glad to remind you of these things even though you already know them. It's your sincere mind by way of reminder. I don't need to remind you because you're insincere in your Christianity. I don't need to remind you because you're remiss in your practice. I just want to always remind you of this glorious thing we've got. And so let's look and see what wonderful thing is ours, and let's be reminded of what we were told. So the prophets, uh, they spoke beforehand, and now the apostles build on them, and so much of it is reminder and fulfillment of those words. And so Peter said, I'm glad to write you two letters about that. And so today, the preacher should be glad to preach about the old, old story. What do we sing the song? Tell me the old, old story. Right. And tell it to who? says to those who've never heard it, but also to those that know it best. Because it's still the grand thing, and we need to be reminded of it, even though we sincerely believe it and hold to it. So, with that. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.